This podcast may contain adult language and adult themes. On the other hand, it may not. Sort of a podcast lucky dip. Welcome to the Happy Oxygen Podcast. My name is Simon Nichols and I am a dog walker. A dog walk for me is just over 25 minutes. I needed a podcast that was perfect for dog walks or anything else you do in 26 minutes. This is it. The Happy Oxygen Podcast is here to make you smile, laugh or feel a bit happier about yourself. Each episode will feature a special guest who will be asked why laughter and happiness has helped them on their journey through life and how that drives their positivity. This week, my guest is Jenny Mills. With a background of nearly 20 years in primary education, Jenny Mills understands the challenges and contradictions that come with working in a high-pressure environment. After years of having the well-being of herself and her colleagues given lip service, she decided to train as a cognitive behavioural hypnotherapist in order to help others to bring about real change and achieve balance through learning the skills of focused attention, believing imagining, and virtual rehearsal. She delivers workshops on stress, anxiety, public speaking, habits, addictions, self-confidence, insomnia, fears, and phobias. Please enjoy your dog walk or other associated podcast listening activity. Jenny, welcome. Welcome to Happy Thank Oxygen. Thank you. What an intro. Very profesh. I, 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 I'd like to take um, full um, uh, full disclosure on this that um, we do actually ask our guests to write their intro, which is why, although all of those words on their own made sense to me, um, putting them together in that particular sentence uh, clearly shows I am not a cognitive behavioural hypnotherapist, which I am super keen to find out more uh, about as we uh, as we go through today um jenny we also have to disclose don't we that we, you and i you and i know each other from the 90s Ooh. from the 90s can you can you imagine how um it was it was a fantastic it was very serendipitous as well wasn't it how we came to reconnect and um it's a sort of vaguely basically someone mentioned my name and you sort of uh, recognized it from years and years ago and thought oh that guy he wasn't that much of an idiot i'll i'll um i'll reach out and to him. <laughs> that's how i read it anyway yeah that was kind of what happened somebody said your name in a staff room my head flipped around and went i know that man <laughs> And then I did some stalking and that was all. And here we are yeah. today. And thank you so much today. for coming on Happy Oxygen. And the good news is, um, is that I, unless I've really screwed this up, I think you're going to be the first of 2022. You're going to be the first release in 2022. We had a little bit of a hiatus over Christmas and uh, and we, we we stopped recording, but we're back in the recording studio. And I think this one's going out um, on the in the first week or back end of January, first back end. Blah, blah, blah. I'll start that again at the back end of the first week of January. Um, but we need to we need to move on. We need to crack on with the show. We can't just sit here chatting about how we used to know each other and win all the quizzes back in the day. Um, I know it's lucky we um, we're not still together doing the quizzes. We'll be in charge they, of the chase. Well, exactly. Or something, yeah. I mean, you, and you know, if you if we bring in our, uh, our our mutual friend of Mr. Ashley Bolands as well, then that would be oh uh, well because I was crap at sport if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> me too. So, Jenny Mills, can you please tell me how are you feeling today? But I need the answer in colours and sounds. Colours and sounds. Do colours have feelings? I'm not sure. Hmm. Are my colour today? It's usually grey. 
because it goes with everything, doesn't it? But it's like a shimmery, shiny grey. Okay. So it's like sparkly. So it's like low key, but like there's a bit of a sparkle in there. And then the sounds, there's no better sound than the northern lights Ooh. popping and swooshing and just being a little bit unpredictable, but there and just magnificent so that's how brilliant i love that glittery glittery gray with a bit of popping and uh, and shaking from the northern lights lovely um do you consider yourself a do, it's a wrong slightly weird question to ask this one um do you consider yourself a fun person do you do you have fun and do you elicit fun in others I do have fun. I mean, I'm the only person I get to spend all my time with. So you have to try and make it fun for yourself. I like silliness and I like to be around people who are fun and are funny. Um, I'm not like a stand-up comedian or anything, but I do pick my moments. And like there's little nuggets of gold sometimes. Dish, dish out the comedy the scenes. When you... Um... When you think back through all the people who have had a positive influence on your life, um, who made you laugh out loud the most? There's two people, really. There's my boyfriend, Rob. He makes me laugh all the time. He's very funny. And so it's very wordy laughter that he brings out in me and I just go oh, I wish I'd thought of that that's really funny ah. that makes me laugh a lot and then there's my friend Rosie who just is the cackle that she brings out in me it's just that silliness where you you just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and so it goes from being a metaphor to a meta five and it just it's so mad that you're just like meowling in a corner just ridiculous those two people are just Rosie's been in my life for such a such a long time since we were in primary school um and so she's good to keep around to laugh at um and Rob's around to laugh with I so know this sounds a little bit like people. a um a children's program but if Rob and Rosie are ever are ever together in the same room are they uh, <laughs> do they um are they uh, are they they super funny oh. no they're not a double act they sound like they should they live should. in a cloud boat don't was, they that was together. totally going through but my they... mind as well no they're not they i like to keep them separate because i like to have each one for myself I'm very selfish about it we should. don't want the mixing they might like each other more and then they'll make each other laugh and we i'll should, be well, yeah, that's a good thing actually because you know if you do find two people that are funny you should never introduce them in case but because what, what if they try and have a funny off and it's like well, i'm gonna be the most funny here and um because my my um uh, there's a there's a wonderful because if you ever speak to uh, uh, my wife Kelly, she talks about the the time that our uh, her mum sort of uh, and and Kelly's mum is lovely, and she said, oh you know Kelly, you're the you're the funniest person I know, and then one day she went, do you know what Simon's really funny and he's probably funnier than you, so you're the second funniest person I know, and I now have to put up with that every time we go over and see Jen that um, I. Tell the funniest but um kelly still tries to uh, out funny me on on occasion yeah. so it gets competitive though and then it gets nasty it, well it does but you know if uh, probably like rob you know is the fact that we, we know we both know we're really, really <laughs> funny and uh, so actually it doesn't really feel like a competition when you know yeah. you're the winner um 
We have here at Happy Oxygen something called our virtual happy jar. And I know you listened to a couple of episodes, so you've probably heard what people put in it, all sorts of way, strange, weird and wonderful things. Um, so what I'd like to know, Jen, is what would you like to put in the um, virtual happy jar over here at Happy well, Oxygen? Well, I have been thinking about this. And the thing that makes me feel happy it's a little bit twisted, but nobody gets hurt in the end, I don't think. Um, I would like to put six-month-old babies licking lemons for the first time. That is the funniest thing because they can't just do it once. They have to check. So they lick it. Their little faces get all screwed up and they're like, what the heck was that? And then they recover and then they do it again just to check it was awful. It's just very, very funny and it just brings joy to my life is there is there a full is there a channel <laughs> that you can watch babies licking lemons or is there a is there a favorite no YouTube there's not video? i did it to my own children it could explain some things oh maybe yeah you have to do it to a real life child you, know what, well, you have I'm... to like get children grandchildren whoever you've got little ones and do it the first time they lick a lemon it's priceless it's amazing that is cracking but i'm now thinking if there isn't there's a niche oh, yeah. there. There's absolutely a niche there. And we maybe can, we can go up. Can it, do you think it will work on all citrus fruit? Oh, maybe grapefruits. It could do, couldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine? Excuse me, missus. Could oh, you get your baby to lick this lemon? Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking oh, about right. going out on the street, <laughs> just randomly. <laughs> Although that would be funny as well. Um, yeah, no, baby, baby's licking lemons. And then it's sister channel, baby licking <laughs> But that sounds like the grapefruit's licking the baby. Well, again, you know, it's it's one of those early yeah. pilot things coming out of my mind. So, you know, sometimes that's exactly it. Yeah, we need to, yeah, sometimes a lot of my ideas need work on <laughs> considerable work, which is going back to the fact you're a hypnotherapist, you might be able to help. Um, we talk about, I'm laughing already, we talk about inspiration and empowerment a lot. What's the one saying that when you read it or you see it, it just fills you with a little bit of just happiness or confidence that everything's going to be all right in the world. I like one that I've learned quite recently through hypnotherapy and learning about the mind, and that's that you have your thoughts, but you are not your thoughts. You're just the person experiencing them. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because it, it just releases a lot of judgment from what you experience in your thoughts because they're not your core values coming through. It's just something happening in your mind that you go, oh, that was a thought. But it's not a reflection of me. I'll let it go. And I just I like that. That really helps me feel better and happier in my day when I remember that. You are not your thoughts. That's brilliant. Yeah, I mean, um, the I mean, one of my favourites is uh, um, it's going to be okay in the end, and if it's not okay, yeah. it's not the end. And uh, and again, that whole that 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 changing your thoughts is so yeah. powerful, isn't it? To be able to think, well, actually, you know, I've got to. I'm I'm thinking this, but it's not me. It's just it's it's the thought. Oh, yeah, we would do about this all day. However, we do have to we do have to we do have to crack on with the show. And what is your special fun <laughs> skill, i.e., that makes your family or your friends feel better about themselves? How do you how do you change the uh, 
the focus of a room. Well, I don't know if it's my responsibility to do that, you know? Ooh. I feel like I, I try and bring kindness to a room. That's not really a skill, though, is it? That's, you know, everybody should be able to summon a bit of kindness. Um, I do like to try, as I was saying before, I do like to try and push things as far as I can. And I do like to make it my mission to make the person I'm with spit out their drink whilst taking a mouthful of their drink. Like if I haven't done that in a day, oh, that's not that's not a good day. That can't achieve my goals. <laughs> Would you have um so you the, the boundary pushing that you go in there, is it um is, is it essential to use sarcasm or does just does does that does that help at all I in the journey? Sarcasm. Um <laughs> I don't think I could survive without sarcasm. Um, yeah, but just, just the silliness and the shock value of just anything. And it's hard to think of an actual thing until it happens. But if you can make somebody just sort of splurge their coffee out and then choke a little bit, oh, it's glorious. They're so happy when they can breathe again. There has got to be an update on your CV coming, at least at the very least, when you put this on the uh, on the website. It's like, uh, Jenny's special skill is making people choke and laugh on their coffee simultaneously. <laughs> the relief afterwards is worth it. Um, is there a film or maybe a television series from your childhood, as we, we both talked about there being children of the 90s, um, that as soon as it appears on the television, you just, you gripped. You've got to watch it. Oh, one that springs to mind. Woof, 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 You've got to know that one. Dog Tanyan! Dog Tanyan and the Great Mask of Hounds. What? But don't watch it now. Did you go and see it in the cinema? <gasps> yeah, there was a there was totally a film and everything. Dog Tanya and I'll be having words with my mum. No, I've not seen that. Oh, bad times. Yeah. I think it was. It. I, I, I never went actually. I, I meant to. It was always one of those things. I was. Like, oh, I'll go and see that with James, my, my fifteen-year-old. Um, he's really into sort of those sort of things. Um, but it, the only thing that I'm a bit worried about is it's not as cartoony as it was before. I think it was a bit more Pixar-y oh, no. related. When it rough, but, um, rough. Yeah. <laughs> Time to pause. Um, brilliant, yes. Yeah. Dogs, and the free mask. Love it. Um, what we'll probably try and do is we'll get shares to put the uh, links of uh, of the uh, theme tune. All for one, then one for all. Helping everybody. Brilliant. Oh, thank you. Um, apart from making people choke on their coffee. Um, how do you spread or share happiness? I think it's all about just relationships, individual relationships with people. So you can't just impose upon people your happiness because they might not want it. <laughs> um, so it's all about the relationship, listening to people and being kind and taking time. That's That connection is what makes people happy. Like just even now, just you and I just having a lovely little chat, that's making me happy. And that's, I hope you're feeling some happiness too, just because we're just having a lovely chat and we're just having this moment that will never come again together. And that's, that's special. And that's giving somebody your time and your energy. And I really like that.
Yeah, that's brilliant. Time and energy, I think, you know, the two things actually that we we have to expend and we don't necessarily mm. get back from the people that we're talking to. But uh, it's such a good feeling when you've when you've expended that energy and that time to know yeah. that actually that person's feeling better about themselves. That's wonderful. Um, we often associate laughter with happiness some people do I do at least I love I love laughing I love the I love the the health benefits of laughter as well but um I think I know the answer to this but does laughter come easy to you or do you have to you know I know it doesn't have to build up at all it's best when it's surprising like just that like you're just sitting somewhere nice and peaceful and quiet and suddenly this like loud noise comes out possibly through my nose, like a loud howl or snort or just madness. And then you can go and go, oh, wasn't me. Who was that? That was a crazy noise. Somebody's a bit mad in here, aren't they? And just, yeah, that surprise where, and that's what laughter is, isn't it? It's like that shock um, and that intense emotion. It makes me, that's what makes me laugh. Yeah. That fun and happiness element. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. Um, we used to write on the back of toilet doors on this uh, podcast, but um, we, uh, we had a few complaints, uh, uh, anti-graffiti and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and we've decided to uh, move uh, move on in life. And what we've decided to do is you're going to create an online blog. Okay. And what are your top three tips would you write on an online blog that would help out the 15-year-old self. So if your 15-year-old you was to have read this online blog back in the uh, back in the 90s, um, I'm just trying to work out from your age there, um, <laughs> back in the 90s, what are your top three tips to, uh, to, uh, to, to not to, 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 to prepare them for what's going That's on in such life? Such a good question. I love this question. Um, it's hard to really pick three, isn't it? Because... You just want to get yourself and just like, listen to me, I know better than you. But yeah, number one, I think would be, I would tell myself that you're allowed to change your mind. You can have ideas and plans and relationships and interactions, but you are allowed to gather the data from those and then change your mind. It's okay. You don't have to stick with something if it's not making you happy. So that was first Then, yeah, number one. And number two is I would tell myself to trust my instincts a lot more because I had them, but I misinterpreted them. I thought that person's interesting. Turns out it was because they were mad and unhealthy to be around. And they were interesting because they were not dangerous just unhealthy so trust your instincts if you if there's an alarm going off in your head it might not be a good idea to ignore it just pay attention to your instincts I would say and then number three and this is my favorite one is be the star of your own movie so without being all egotistical about it I would tell myself that I am not part of the supporting cast for my own life like I am the star and I need a really good supporting cast don't get me wrong I need some big names but I'm the star and I'm not there for other people's entertainment I'm there to tell my story and lead my life and follow my narrative those would be my three 
That's brilliant. I love that. Be the star in your own movie. And uh, we don't um, we don't normally sort of give shares too many. She she comes up with all the uh, the names of the podcast, but there might well just be a uh, a name of this podcast in that in that last little. Uh, she chooses to. That. She I can use that. it. I'm happy with that. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, Shez is the uh, is the um, the judge, mm-hmm. jury, and executioner, basically of all podcast um, um, knowledge. So I, I bow down to her greatness. Um, Jenny, what makes you happy cry? Happy crying is so weird, isn't it? Happy crying, it's very weird. Mm. It's because it's an intense emotion. It's the release from it. The thing that makes me happy cry is is my friend Rosie. She just she's just very innocent and says things and doesn't realize she said things and it's that that silliness that she's got and that innocence just makes me just keep laughing at her and then I cry because it's too much that's what happy crying is is it pushes you over the edge and you can't cope with it so you have to release through crying that intense emotion yeah that's Mad old brilliant. Rosie. Yeah. I, love, I do like the sound of Rosie. I, love, I, I, may have to meet, I may have to meet her one day. What's the, um, just on that really, and, I'm, and you know, going back to your 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 skill as a, as a hypnotherapist, do you, do you find that people happy cry at the end of sessions because of an emotion that they've they've Yeah, definitely. It's, it's just that tension that's being held that gets held in the body and the psyche. And then once you have been through that visualisation and that understanding of yourself and just that release just makes you cry just through relaxation and just being in touch with yourself a bit more. It gets a bit hippie there, but it's just feeling more comfortable makes you go, oh, yeah, that's so much better. And then just nice little happy warm tears down your face. Release the emotion. Oh, wonderful. In terms of sounds, we're going to go. We're going to go audio now. Um, what sound do you love to hear, other than small babies sort of, sort of cho- choking on the lemon? Um, what what other sounds do you love to hear, and how does that make you? feel? I'm a really cold little person. Like I get cold all the time, so I like to hear a crackling fire because it means that there's there's other senses mm. going to come into play. So I hear the lovely crackling wood burning and I know it's going to feel warm and that you can see the, you can almost see warmth somehow, but yeah, that crackly fire yeah. sound just makes me feel all safe and it's a bit primal, isn't it, fire, I think, just to feel all nice and yeah. like everything's all right if there's a nice warm fire. There is. I love. I love fires. I've got a big fire pit in the garden as well, and there's always logs burning on that. Even in the, I mean, this is what pe- what people sort of seem to to ignore as well. They go, "We oh, can't have a fire pit in the summer." Mm. I'm like, it's not about warmth. It's about seeing yeah. hippy trippy colours coming off of the creosote <laughs> as you're burning old fences. That's <laughs> pretty much why I love it. Um, what, um, Jenny? What are your happy words? Do you have happy words? It's, it's not one of those safe words sort of thing. This is a. I need to say this, and I immediately you must make me make me laugh. No. Um, My happiest happy word words? at the moment is moxie. A bit of moxie. Yes, it feels moxie. makes me feel like a nineteen twenties air woman. 
Uh, oh, you got a bit of moxie about you, a bit of gap and go. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. It's, it makes me feel a bit like, it's a bit of a cheeky word. Like, oh, she's got some moxie about it. And you have to do a little arm movement with it, like a panto arm movement. A bit of moxie uh, going on there. She's got a bit about her. Is that, is that, is that similar yeah. to, like, gumption? Yeah. I love gumption. I think that's brilliant. I love that. Sort of, yes, get up and go and moxie. Oh, there we go. Look, learning <laughs> learning as we podcast. Absolutely brilliant. Um, I'm going to turn now to happy songs. And you probably know not by now, having listened to a few of these, mine is Hoppy Polar, um, a fantastic Icelandic group called Sigurós. And um, what's your happy song, your go-to happy song and why? I really like a song that tells a story. So musicals are where I find my happy songs. And my all-time favourite one is from Wicked. It's Defying Gravity. And I, just if you can stand in the middle of a room singing mm. it, and it's got such meaning about it, I'm going to fly, I'm going to be able to defy gravity, I can do what I want to, I'll overcome all the obstacles. That just makes me feel so powerful. Um, and it just really makes me feel... Like I could do anything and I'm ready for the day if I can listen to that. That's absolutely brilliant. I love that. I've not heard that song actually. So I'm going to, I'm definitely going to have to, uh, have to give that a go and um, hopefully Shez will be putting the link at the bottom of the bio as well. So we can all listen to it as well. Um, I, it's been so lovely, but we're on the last question. No. It's been quite like that. It's come by Zoom past, and um, so as we uh, as we as we as we mentioned a few times, we uh, we both got dragged up, brought, no, brought up, drug, drugged up um, in the uh, in the nineties. And so, what was your favourite childhood sweet, and why did you love that one? Right, without a doubt, orange Smarties because <gasps> they taste different. I'm not having it that they don't taste different. And if they don't taste different now, it's because they've taken something out of them. But they tasted different. You could do a blind taste test and you could tell the orange smarty. And, and, and if, if so, anybody, I mean, I'm, and I, I've been doing this pretty much every episode for blatant product placement. If anybody mm. would like to send us some smarties so that Jenny and I can do blind taste tests on the orange ones, then we will be, you know, get, get in touch with my editorial team, which is, which is basically shares. Um, thank you so much for being a guest on uh, on Happy Oxygen. Oh, thank you, Sam. It's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs>